today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. First of all, I want to talk about what's happening at Gore Park because this has been a very contentious item for quite some time right now. Uh, there's been some wonderful things happening down there, and they continue to happen. The Leuna building that's going on at the corner of Houston and King, uh, very excited about that. But one of the more contentious items uh, is the other side of Gore Park and uh, on the, uh, the the north side of, or south side, rather, of Gore Park. Uh, and, and it goes to do with the two or three di- different addresses. Uh, and these were old buildings that have been run down a little bit. Uh, finally, somebody came along just a little while ago and had some fabulous ideas about putting a boutique hotel there. And uh, we're going to get you the details on that in a couple of seconds. The bad news is it looks like the idea has fallen apart now for a whole lot of reasons. And uh, joining us to talk about this is Bill Curran. Bill is a, an architect, a well-renowned architect here in the Hamilton area, of course, with a Thier and Curran Architects Incorporated, who have done an awful lot of work on some of these buildings in the downtown area. And uh, he joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Uh, I guess the first question I got, Bill, what went wrong here? What's gone on? Well, I think, uh, you know, what you see with a lot of people that have these great ambitions for uh, transformative projects is that they expect them to come together in a timely manner. And the barrier to that is uh, approvals from City Hall and the planning department. The building department is generally excellent. We get building permits in four to six weeks for most projects. But what we're seeing consistently is, uh, you know, months and years for projects. We have two projects recently that are just about to start construction. Finally, one on the Gore at 121, a condo building. Um, which is a great news story. Um, Toronto developer partnered with Effort Trust, and it took us almost two years to get site plan approval for a renovation of an existing building. And uh, we also have the Gasworks down on Park Street North, which is the, the nonprofit run by the Wortman Foundation. Basically, an old house. They stage music events and uh, church services and other things. And and again, almost two years to get an addition on the back of the house in the downtown. And I kind of think it's kind of indicative of what's squashing, um, you know, these kind of transformative projects, and we run into the same problems on the Gore. Is this a new problem? I mean, I mean, because you've worked on stuff in the past in different oh, places. Yeah. Uh, you and Tim Potisic did an awful lot, of course, on the James Street renovation yeah, some years ago. Yeah, we did hardware at uh, 95 King Street East across the yep. Gore without any sort of hiccups. Uh, and, uh, you know, there, there's lots of other things happening. But, you know, site plan approval, most people may not understand, is a project uh, approval process that goes through the planning it really is supposed to, you know, protect uh, the public domain uh, from buildings that are, you know, poorly placed or that aren't set up to contribute to a proper streetscape. Um, but, you know, somehow, you know, for an existing building where you're not actually planning any of the site, you're just renovating, maybe adding a couple floors on top. It just has become a very unwieldy and glacial process. Uh, and that discourages people like Patrick Birmingham, who, you know, is extraordinarily frustrated with the amount of time it took uh, to get the approvals in place for this building. We should have been in construction, and in fact, we're not even at the point where we can do building permit. Well, and, and I understand uh, from the story I read today that he's pretty frustrated about this. And, and you know, this is this is the thing that I get upset about, because this is a guy that puts his money where his mouth is and yep. says, I'm going to invest in downtown, uh, when a lot of people weren't doing it back then. He's just said, let's go full bore into this thing, and he hired you, and he got some p- other people involved in this. You've done some design work on this. Uh, oh, yeah, he's invested heavily in this project. So, so where where is the holdup? Is it once it gets to the planning department? Yes, and it, I mean it, it also is a problem beyond Hamilton, but Hamilton seems to be the poster child for what the Ontario Association of Architects is calling the broken site plan process, and they're saying it's costing Ontario nine hundred million dollars per year uh, due to the delays in site plan approval, and and that's on the conservative side, uh, and a lot of it's just glacial bureaucracy and uh, and the pace of uh, the pace of city staff of processing and decision making. 
But it, it, to, and again, I don't want to get too much inside baseball here, but I mean, there is a planning process, and you know, there are time frames uh, for this. You know, it has to be public notice and things of this nature. But at some point, you'd like to think that they can expedite things. I mean, this is not your first rodeo. You've done this before. No, and I mean, we've seen, you know, you see a, a flagship project like uh, Canada Bread or Maple Leaf Foods up on the mountain where they're turning around site plan approval for a brand new massive plant with, you know, factory and road implications and sewers uh, and all this stuff. And they're, you know, giving them special approval in like, you know, 90 days, 60 days. Uh, and then we have these major projects downtown where it's much more important to the, you know, the, the, the core, which is the heart of our community. And we're taking years to do them. And we're seeing these sort of silly barriers you know we've had the the uh, gas works was held up because the city didn't have enough water pressure uh in the downtown core which would have not allowed any development uh west of jane street and it took them six months to figure out an approach to um to allow that and it's a, an addition on a house there's uh you and i have had these discussions in the past and 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 i don't want to get individuals and get personal about this but it just seems, and, and, and this is going to go back a few years, uh, that, that, that it just, I, I think John Dolbeck, who used to work for the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce, once said that, uh, you know, instead of rolling out the red carpet, they roll out the red tape, and, and it's frustrating everybody. I thought we were over that, but now from what no, you're telling me. No, I mean, the, the Open for Business Committee uh, of the city has become uh, a red tape, you know, glacial, you know, sort of committee as well. And the Chamber of Commerce, the Home Builders Association, all these people are pulling their hair out and over and over, like broken records, are, are talking about the challenges with planning approvals. And no one seems to be listening and there's no leadership to make it better. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a, this report from the Ontario Association of Architects with hard numbers also talks about the fact that the timelines that are in place by provincial law are just generally ignored. Uh, and no one seems to care. And that's the really frustrating part. Well, it's a leadership it's problem. Well, the, uh, yeah, else. but Bill, as you and I know, and, I, and I, a lot of other people in town that seem to want to invest here know, there, there's a, a, a window of opportunity when these sorts of things come up, isn't there? That yes. We want to get everything done. These people are, are you know, here's our, here's our cash, here's our investment, here's our design, here's what we want to do. The more frustrated they get, we've had this happen before, they walk away. They just yeah, say, we'll go they, someplace and, else. And they have tenants. So in the case of the, you know, the, the uh, Beverly Hotel, they have a food and beverage tenant in Aaron Dunham of the other bird. And they had, uh, you know, it was like the best operator in town. And then they had a hotel operator from the Beverly Hotel in Toronto. And both were keen to see things happen or they have to go and do their project somewhere else with someone else. And that's in both cases what we've seen happen. You know, Patrick's lost his operators as well out of frustration with the timing. What, what, what did that, I, I don't get this. What didn't they like about this project? Uh, well, you know, you've got uh, in, planners do not receive any architectural or aesthetic training. They are, at the end of the day, policy people who move paper around. That doesn't mean that the, they don't think that they have an, you know, aesthetic uh, an opinion. And everyone with a Pinterest board these days has an aesthetic opinion. And they just kind of get into things that are kind of beyond their mandate, beyond their training. Uh, and they bog things down. And it, perhaps with the best of intentions, but the reality is, they shouldn't be sticking their nose into the aesthetics of the community in this way. And, and is that is that what this was? That was all about your design work, the, the, the yeah. aesthetics? Yeah, we received, on the 95 King, we received zero urban design comments, as they call them. On, uh, you know, 121 King, the condo, we received zero comments. And on this building, we received 21 comments, which basically said, change this, change that, move the window here, do this, change the, you know, the dividing bar in the window like this. Uh, but the big thing was they just didn't like the design in any way. It was too bold. And we think it's actually quite modest, but they said it was too bold. It's too different. You can't have anything projecting out over the gore. And we said, well, 
lots of things project out over the gore. If anyone's gone by the, you know, the Connaught Hotel in the last hundred years, there's a bit of a sign. It's about 50 feet long, about 20 feet deep. It's been hanging out over the gore, uh, you know, as, a, as an entrance canopy for a hundred years. The, you know, the, the Effort Square building has massive canopies hanging out over all of its entrances. The Sapinka Courthouse has massive uh, canopies hanging over its entrances. And just down the street, the Art Gallery of Hamilton has a massive sign that sticks out over the entire roadway. And no one's talking about any of these uh, elements as being architecturally uh, incompatible with downtown. But someone in the planning department with no aesthetic training feels that our projecting balcony up the fifth floor, which just gives people a unique ability to walk out over the gore on a, a five foot wide balcony, um, is not compatible. And it just kind of, you know, bogs everything down. Bill, I want to be clear about this, though. When they make these comments, uh, use your term, uh, and, and they say change this, do this, put this window over here, are, are they doing it because uh, because they feel that the design is non-compliant? In other words, there are certain codes that have to be followed, or is there, it that they, are, or is it they just don't like it? And, and in, in particular, that you know they, they're there. We asked them to quote where in the policies these items were you know were were uh, you know not compliant, and we got no response. They actually have refused to respond to us, and that just stalls everything. It's just a personal, subjective, um, you know, opinion from someone with no architectural training. But again, for anybody who's gone through this, even if they're doing an addition or putting a you know a deck in the back of the house, you have to get a building permit. They gotta come in and say, no, that's non-compliant. You have to do it this way. And you yeah, say, okay, with, fine, with but that's rules. that's but, not but what's going on here, to, is it? When it comes to these kind of elements, there aren't so many rules. There are policies and guidelines that are broader, uh, and and that's where it becomes a bit more tricky. This isn't a building permit process where it says it doesn't comply with the building code. This is an aesthetic thing, and we have you know we have the the opinion of. You know, an architect against a untrained, uh, you know, a planner with no architectural training. You sound pretty frustrated. Yeah, it is. I think, and you know, I'm, I'm very frustrated as a Hamiltonian to lose this project in the downtown. The gore is languishing, uh, with no sort of hope in sight of any renewal. And we have this amazing opportunity with all the right people, an amazing team of uh, developers and operators, and now it's all gone. And now the building will sit rotting for more years. Well, what, which is kind of coming back to square one now, isn't it? I mean, it is. when, when this it is. whole thing and, came... You know, the gore, the gore is, is not a happy spot right now. There's very little, you know, life on that south side of the gore at the street level. Certainly the Connaught coming back is fantastic, but there's nothing else. There's Red Church uh, down the street, but there's no signs of, uh, you know, of any uh, rehabilitation happening, and we need that to be a vital, peaceful place. The gore is our piazza, our town square, and right now it's a mausoleum. But but again, especially these areas and these properties that we're talking about. I mean, you know, this this came back into in public view and into prominence again a few years ago when there was the threat of actually demolition for these things, and then all of a sudden there was a, a an eleventh hour attempt to save this, and and you know that kind of fell through. Mister Birmingham steps up a little while ago and says, "Wait a minute, I can do something like this." This yeah, I mean, this had all the markings of being a, a the, the Dave Blanchard properties one it, block to the west. Yeah, um, that are still sitting fenced off with no action after probably eight years uh, and they continue to rot as well and that's just you know another sort of indicator of you know a, a problem with the process but at that time we had this grand vision of how the south side of that of that gore was going to look there was going to be it was going to be transformational i mean you know the, the be, chester's yeah. chester's was gone all these other places that were gone yeah. and, and we thought well that's okay that's okay that's circle of life we can replace this and there's going to be more vibrancy there uh there's going to be residential there's going to be commercial you talked about the idea of a boutique hotel uh and uh <laughs> we're nowhere now none of it's going on none of it's happening 
no, it's, 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 it's very sad as a Hamiltonian, you know, beyond my attachment to the project. It's just so frustrating and, of course, so unnecessary. You think you should be rolling out the red carpet for people that are coming in to invest with these sort of, uh, you know, transformative ideas. But instead, it's, uh, you know, what can we find fault with? Well, I talked to a well-known developer a couple of years ago about a similar situation. He was very frustrated, very similar to what you're saying here. And he said, look, he says, we, we put a lot of time, effort, and money into this stuff. And you know, we're trying to make our community better. It's not just about making big bucks here. It's about trying to make this a better downtown. And he said, I'd, I'd like to work with somebody at the city that says, okay, how can we make this work instead of giving me 10 reasons why I can't? Uh, I, I totally agree. Even, you know, we've got uh, very few construction cranes in downtown Hamilton, if you look at other communities. And we should, and we need them. Retail in the downtown core is still very, very, very poor. We have very little office space that's activated. We've got, you know, on paper, 20% plus vacant office space. We don't have the office towers going up. Uh, In Kitchener, they're building new office towers. We don't have any of that. And that commercial growth is also about tax revenue and long-term jobs. And to be able to stimulate that, we should probably, in my mind, have like the best, quickest, uh, smoothest approvals process at all uh, in all of, you know, Ontario. And we should pride ourselves on that. And instead, we've got, you know, kind of a gong show. Well, you know, I, I admit it's something like a SWAT team, you know, a, a planning SWAT team that's going to say, yeah, this is a downtown project that we really need to ha- see happen. Let's get this going. Let's do what or we can. Or do something bold and, and innovative, which, you know, I, I'm trying to think of anything innovative that's ever come out of the planning department in my lifetime. But, uh, you know, the, in Toronto, they had the Two Kings project where they waived all planning rules uh, for the King and Parliament and King and Bathurst neighborhoods for two or three years. And it transformed those neighborhoods in a flash because all of a sudden, People didn't have to go through planning approvals. They could go straight to building permit for whatever they wanted, and the neighborhoods took off. Is this uh, dead in the water now, this project? Yeah, as far as I know. It's for sale. It's on MLS. If anyone wants to buy it, you can buy it today. Uh, well, it's it's. Uh, I, I share your frustration. I, this is not the way things were supposed to roll out. Bill, really appreciate the time. Thanks so much for being with us today. Anytime, Bill. Great to talk to you. Okay, Bill Curran, of course, uh, architect and uh, uh, frustrated architect, obviously, because they thought they had something kind of special going on there. And I guess the delays and no, do it this way, no, do it this way. And finally, Mr. Birmingham, who's uh, was the money, the investor, just said, look, enough. Because he lost his his, his 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 two clients, the the tenants, the the restaurant, the the hotel owner just said, we can't wait. We got other things to do. And that's the that's the problem you run into when you get too many delays and too much red tape. People walk away. Sad. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.